10 to 1, episode 50. Top 10 questions from the listeners. podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything i'm melissa Kozer. and i'm brian Kozer. and we made it to 50 we made it to 50 we've been podcasting for over a year now can you believe it we started we released our first episode june 2nd of last year wow and we're recording this on june 16th we've taken a few hiatus weeks which is why why we're not at over 50 a year later Mm-hmm. right but yeah been going for yeah going pretty steady for about a year we'll see how long this continues yeah we'll see nobody asked that so i guess we won't talk about that <laughs> but we did get a bunch of good questions yeah we did from the listeners way to go guys you pulled through right yeah, at the end you did it <laughs> i'm not gonna say we had to beg right well we didn't have to beg everybody we could have done a top 10 questions from a- Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Lindsay. You are our number one fan, I would say. Number one question come up with her. Certainly, at least, yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, why don't we go ahead and yeah, just dive into, into the questions. This. Yeah. All right. So, number 10. This one comes from Brian's sister, Lindsay. She asks, how did we decide on the subject and title of our podcast? And what were some of the other ideas we'd thrown around a podcast about? And as far as deciding on the subject, or the title of it, Brian had already decided he, uh, on the subject, it, that it would be neat to do make top ten lists about things. And I thought that sounded fun. And then as far as the title, I came up with it, and Brian agreed to it as long as I let him choose the opening and closing music for the podcast. Yeah, that was pretty much the, yeah. the compromise. But to flesh it out a little bit more, so we had started doing top ten lists. Just us. Just the two yeah. of us. Kind of for fun. What for started fun. that? Uh, just just something I wanted to do. We to wrote up other. a few of them and put on our, put them on yeah. our website. And I was starting to plan to make it a written thing on our website. And then just was also thinking about podcasting and maybe getting into that. And so decided yeah why don't we just make the top 10 list of podcast uh, i hadn't really considered doing any other podcasts i have some ideas for some possible ones in the future but uh i mean not nothing really concrete other than a really brief brief idea so just for example uh how about a podcast where uh, you'd have at least two hosts maybe two would work best and find a topic and they would debate the topic for the first half of the podcast, and then for the second half they would swap sides and then keep debating. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so just some ideas like that. Help you learn to appreciate both sides of an issue. Right, right. Or at least defend it well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I have, I have a few ideas like that, but uh, nothing, nothing anytime soon for sure. And then for the titles... We came up with a whole bunch of things that we were brainstorming, just putting a whole bunch of them on. So I'll just run through. Here's some of the ones we came up with. Of course, 10 to 1. 10 of everything. Top 10 everything. Countdown everything. Top ranked. Countdown to greatness. 
wait for it, dot, dot, dot. I liked that one. <laughs> best of all, Moments of Truth, The Tens Podcast, 10 and 10, The Ten Best, Our Favorite Everything, and another 10 or 15 more. I just felt like 10 to 1 was really succinct and summed up what we were. You could tell right from the title what we were going to be about. And it was just, it was catchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was fine. And I liked, I think my favorite one was Top 10 Everything. And we could have gone with TTE for everything. And we kind of went back and forth for a little bit. And like you said, we, I let you go with 10 to 1. I made the tagline be where we make top 10 lists of everything. Right. Which was uh, close to the title that I had had come up with that I liked. And then, so you yeah. still got what got your way anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, picked out the music because we had a few different options for music. And, yeah. Uh, the one that we went with was not your first choice, even though it was mine. This was my second choice, though. I think it was your second choice, yeah. So, yeah, I think that answers that question pretty well. Yeah. Overall, we were pretty content with how it turned out. Mm-hmm. All right, on to number nine. And that comes from Melissa's mom. And she asked, where do you get your ideas? How many are from Melissa and how many are from Brian? And, wow, I don't know. We get we ideas from... Been, uh, cataloging who came up with That's true. Idea. We haven't kept track of who, who comes up with uh, which. So I don't know who's come up with more. It's probably pretty even. And we take turns picking episodes. So if you've noticed, sometimes one of us will announce the number at the beginning and will uh, be more of a host kind of talking about feedback and such things. And the other person will explain the topic. Give the title, yeah. And give the title. And so we just take turns doing those two parts. And whoever chooses the podcast topic for that week will... Uh, take on that explanation role, and then they get to do the number one last. last. Yeah, they get the final say. Right, right. So, I'd say it's about a sixty forty ratio. Uh, you've had, I think you've had a few more ideas than I have, but for the most part, it's fairly even. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I mean, we get ideas from just about everything. I mean, we'll even jokingly talk about things, and, and oh yeah, decide. we should do a top ten list about that. And then on second thought, well, yeah, that might be kind of fun. Sometimes it actually does make it. So, (laughs) yep. So that's, I I mean, just uh, going through life, something, we eat ice cream and, oh, we should do top 10 ice cream flavors sometime. Add that to the list. Hopefully this doesn't spoil the magic of the podcast for you guys, learning all the technical (laughs) details behind it. More likely that it's boring them, but that's all right. (laughs) It's our show. All right. So uh, what do we got for number eight? All right, number eight is again from Lindsay. And she asks, what's been our favorite episode to record so far? Mm. And <sighs> trip down memory lane. Boy, I was looking at our episodes and <laughs> uh, there was one that I was like, oh, yeah, right away. That's my favorite. And then okay. the further back I went, I was like, oh, that was a good one. And, oh, I want them all. There, There's <laughs> just been so many fun moments. I think... My most favorite episode was probably number 44, Pop Culture Quotes. We just did that hmm, one. Really? And it was just really fun uh, pulling out these little quotes from these different shows and things that I love and and sharing it with you guys, a hmm. little piece of my life. 
Uh, also, anything from last month. That uh, was fun. I, that was so great. Just hashing out everything that we love and hate <laughs> about that show. Mm-hmm. And then catchphrases of Shane. That was a fun tribute to that our friend. Fun. And last but not least, improvements on idioms and proverbs. That one was a lot of fun. That was I forgot about pretty that great. I, yeah. I had just as much fun sharing mine as hearing yours. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. Good. That that would be a good choice. I, I would have considered that one. Uh, somehow I missed it when I was scrolling through. Yeah. But uh, I picked for my favorite the top 10 fast food restaurants. That one was a lot of fun since we disagreed on some of them. Yeah. And having you at the very end of the episode guess what the top 10 most yeah, profitable episodes or uh, restaurants were. I thought that was a lot of fun. And the recent one, uh, Breakfast Cereals, had a lot of fun doing since we disagreed. Any episode where he's one. hating on my choices is I apparently guess. his favorite. And then I really like doing the ones in January. And yes. especially uh, yes. I liked uh, our top 10 books that we had read in yeah. 2016. So I'm, I'm already looking forward to doing that one again. Yeah. In another six about, months. Well, in the movies and, and then our mm-hmm. favorite board games and seeing how that's yep. changed. Yep. Yeah. Those are good ones. Yep. I mean, they might not be as exciting for you, the listeners, but right. for us, we we really look forward to seeing how mm-hmm. things have changed from year to year. Definitely. All right. Good question. Good questions all. So on to number seven, and this is from my brother, Matt, and he asked, if they made a movie of your life, who would you have play you? And Matt, you can actually go back and listen to episode eight, where we do our top 10 actors tv and film and go to the end i think the timestamp is 48 minutes two seconds and you can hear us talk about who we think would play ourselves if they made a movie about our lives so we decided to take your question and we'll answer it for each other since we weren't able to do that at the end of the last episode so melissa who'd you come up with that you think would be a be a good brian Kozer in a film i think Pretty much the perfect guy to play you Uh-oh. would be Sean Astin. All right. I'll yeah. take that one. He's got he's got the yeah. same yeah. really nice looking features, but not super standout-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the same easygoing personality, likable. Yeah. And uh, he's he's played a bunch of different roles, so I think he could really really do you. I'll take it. The average guy. Yeah. The nice fellow. The one everyone roots for. Rudy. The friend. Exactly. Rudy. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll take that one. Uh, the one I came up with for you, uh, the actress that I thought of was Zoe Deschanel. Do you know who that is? Uh, I'm going to look. She was on Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. She was on Elf. Those are the two main things I've seen with her. Have you seen? She looks a little familiar, but. She was on something else that we saw, or that I saw at least, too. But that's the main thing, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. She looks like she looks like somebody we've seen on something recent, but I'll have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't I don't know that we've seen anything recent with her. But more of a kind of quirky actress, I think, is kind of her her character uh, stereotype. Kind of the offbeat fun character. I'm learning about how you <laughs> perceive me. <laughs> quirky, offbeat, fun. Funny. No, those aren't yeah. bad adjectives. There you go. I'll take exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yep. Yeah, always fun to think I'm, about. I, I guess I'm pretty. I mean, I now I want to go watch her, and 
see how she's acted in some mm. movies. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'll take your recommendation of her. Yeah, I guess so. And, uh, yeah, sometime I'll have to go back and revisit that top ten actors. Yeah. My list would already be pretty different. That, that we really like. 42 episodes later. Yep. All right. So, uh, number six now, we kind of combined a couple of questions from Brian's sister, Megan, and his other sister, Lindsay. Megan asked, if you were an animated character, which one would you be? Lindsay asked, which movie and book character do you think is most like you? And or book. Mm -hmm. And I came up with an answer for all three of those. I don't know if you did. But I thought, for an animated character... Rapunzel, the princess, okay. would most be me. So she's Kinda fun. Bipolar. No, she's fun. She <laughs> naive. She's a little naive about the world. <laughs> I mean, I'd say I'm a little naive sometimes and content to be so. <laughs> but if she feels threatened, she will hit you with a frying pan. <laughs> she can defend herself. She's got she's got some some guts, and uh, she's. Likes to likes to do some cooking and crafting and stuff and well not so much the crafting but the cooking that's right up my alley. Reading. Yeah, reading. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's a good choice. Uh, let's see. For a movie character, I kind of thought Padme. She's uh, from Star hmm. Wars. Uh, okay. She I mean, have she's too much of a character. Not too much, but she's kind of a. You know, a nice, quieter girl uh, stands up for what she believes in, isn't afraid to defend uh, those she loves. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, she kind of gets her way about things quietly sometimes. Hmm. I guess I don't remember too much from those movies. Yeah. Well, I think she's one of the better characters. And, and then well, as far it. as a book character... I feel I would be Sophie from Howl's Moving Castle. <laughs> so some days I feel like a cranky old woman. And uh, uh, just her temperament, how she puts up with Howl and all his quirky, odd ways. Okay. And uh, all his teasings. And she kind of does her own thing. Sometimes she really gets this urge to clean. And admittedly, that's not super often me. But every once in a while, I look around and, like, everything my eye falls on is filthy. And that chapter of the day is just far too full of washing. <laughs> but most of all, she's just a very ordinary girl who has extraordinary adventures. And so that's kind of how I like to think of myself. <laughs> okay. Well, those are good choices. Uh, for myself, I was thinking probably more like a funny sidekick character so i picked mike wazowski from monsters inc <laughs> <laughs> and fluter flam from the yep from yeah, the uh, chronicles of perdane book series so you're always stretching the truth a little bit it's not a one-to-one -one match giving it a little bit of color it needs it Maybe so badly 95 percent, 90 percent of a match you play the harp so well 85 percent of a match <laughs> Whatever, I could have picked out things that you didn't match with your characters. I was going to pick Gurgi for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Right. Well, Gurgi's I poor guess tender we're head. moving on <laughs> to number five. Number five, another one from Lindsay. And it's, if you could know the entire truth, 
behind any one conspiracy theory, which would it be? And for me, of course, I want to know if there's a secret form of energy called Vril that's really used and controlled by a secret subterranean society of matriarchal socialist utopian superior beings. Well, I've never even heard of that. Just kidding. I just saw that on Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Some people have really got imaginations. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see what you're going to say for this one because I was thinking about it and there aren't really that I'm that curious about. Like I was really into conspiracy theories in high school and college. Right. And read a lot about them. But there's not really any that I believe right now or doubt enough that I would say I really want to know the truth about it. So I'm curious if, if anybody else out there uh, would, how they would answer this question, because uh, maybe there's some I don't know about that I would be more curious about. But uh, I guess I would just pick the Kennedy assassination because that one, like they still they still do polls. I saw a poll from 2013 and it's still over 60% of the country believes that there was some sort of conspiracy it wasn't just Lee Harvey Oswald shooting President Kennedy. So are you familiar with that conspiracy theory at all, Melissa? No, go ahead and tell me just for for my sake and for the listener's sake. Well, are, are you familiar with it? Not very. Okay. It's basically, okay, so President Kennedy was, in a, was shot in Dallas in a car and uh, they arrested Lee Harvey Oswald and then Lee Harvey Oswald was shot before he could go to trial. And so the conspiracy, I mean, there's a bunch of conspiracies. Were people like, trying to hush him up so that he couldn't uh, tell about them? Or was it just somebody was angry that he shot the president? Is right. That, yeah. Right. Well, and there's, I mean, there's all sorts of things like, did the CIA kill Kennedy? Did mm. the Cubans? I mean, there's all, all these things, uh, Russians, I guess. And there's all these things like, there's, on the video, there's this guy holding an umbrella but it's not raining outside, so what does that mean? And you know, people reported that they heard shots from the grassy knoll over it, over to the side, and maybe there was a second shooter, and all these different things. And I, I don't believe any of them, but since so many people do, I think it would be interesting yeah. to know because there's so much doubt about that one that we could we could put that to rest if we yeah if we knew the answer. So yeah, that's the one I picked. So what what'd you come up with? I so I'm not really into conspiracy theories, but as I was looking up some of them, mm-hmm. one of them was cure for cancer, and that one made me think of vaccines actually. Okay. Which uh, these vaccines weren't listed as a conspiracy theory, but I think they're rapidly becoming uh, they're reaching conspiracy theory status. Hmm. So there is a big. There's a big fight. Um, you look at any thread online sure, sure. about whether vaccines work, whether they're safe. Mm-hmm. Whether they cause autism. Right. Things like that. Uh, whether we should be required to get them or not. Right. Uh, you know, what about it being the parent's decision for their, what, of what's best for their child? And so I'd, I'd like to know... I, I, there just seems to be a lot of really conflicting information, and uh, I mean, I, I'm no doctor, and I can't really trace back the steps and the research studies and stuff, and mm-hmm. how much of that has been faked, and how much has been, you know, done, tested on just a small select group, uh, so that the results are favorable to what you want the outcome to be. 
And so I would, I would really like to know the truth about vaccines. Hmm. Yes, I know there's a YouTube series that just aired about <laughs> that, and I watched some of it. But I think that just really muddied the waters more. And, I mean, they didn't really give uh, documentation per se. They, they flashed papers in front of the camera and stuff hmm. and said so-and-so has done studies. But you can find studies to back up anything online. Right. Yeah. And so okay. I would, I'd really like to know, do they work? Do they work the way they're supposed to work? Should we be taking them? Should we be giving them to our kids? All that stuff. Uh, okay. And then second to that would be, is there really a cure for cancer? And that one I do have an opinion on. I do think the cure for cancer has been found, and uh, it's okay. just more profitable to make drugs that alleviate symptoms rather than actually curing it. Yeah, I don't think they'd be able to... I mean, who who has the cure for it then? Like, like it's this really big conspiracy. Right. I don't think they'd be able to keep that a secret. I think... Uh, I think well, this some is people one might of those... try to, but then it would get out. Okay, well, this is one of those few things that I actually do have a conspiracy theory about, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. you know, I'm not a, right. a really a, a conspiracist. Right. All right. All right. So that's number five. Good choices, I think. Number four, my sister Melody asks, what's our favorite patriotic song and why? Mm-hmm. And... I can't remember, actually. <laughs> I, I sat and I tried to remember. There's a really good song. It's a Christian song, and it talks about the the men who... It talks about the flag of the United States and the men who died for that flag, and they gave us freedom. And then the second verse, second stanza, talks about the cross and how Christ died on there, and his death brought us freedom. And... I, for the life of me, cannot remember the title of that song. So, since I can't remember the title, I went with uh, The Star-Spangled Banner is my favorite patriotic hmm. song. And I know that sounds like a complete cop-out. Oh, you're the national anthem's your favorite. I really like our national anthem. Hmm. I have heard a lot of hmm. national anthems. Hmm. I think I, I honestly, sincerely think that ours is the best yeah as far as the words the music sounds so grandiose it always inspires hmm. a, f a feeling of pride in our country just hearing the music and the words as they go together they, they fit really well together okay and uh so that's my favorite if if you guys don't accept that i also like god bless the usa <laughs> i actually don't know too many non-christian patriotic songs so as i was looking up online i was seeing some titles and thinking oh i really want to go check some of these out <laughs> but i didn't have time before we podcasted tonight so maybe i'll post in the show notes at a later date about okay what i think of some of those other songs okay yeah i think the star spangled banner is if you compare it to other countries national anthems i think it's pretty average actually i think uh France, I think, has a better one, if I recall correctly. Canada's, I think, is better, just from a musical standpoint. And I think Star Spangled Banner is a little too hard to sing for it to be a, a favorite of mine. But it's a good one. Cover your ears, everybody. You oh, come chose on. France and Canada over us. I think they're so I think they're they have better tunes. That's all. Boo. 
Boo. Hmm. Well, you you keep your mindless nationalism, and I'll be shush intellectually honest Look, over here. No, 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 no! Don't you call it mindless? I've been to yep, other countries mindless. and heard other country songs and stuff. Yeah, but you're it's just not saying mindless. ours is better because it's ours. I'm not saying ours is better because it's ours. I really honestly and then you think booed me because that the I music didn't say ours is better. Was the best, so I call that mindless nationalism. What's your favorite song? Dangerous, I say. Mine. You mentioned God Bless the USA. That's probably what I'd say is my favorite. Lee Greenwood. Uh, good emotional resonance, talking about different parts of the country and being proud to be an American. America the Beautiful is a classic. If you're going to pick a, a classic one, that's going to be right up there. Stars and Stripes Forever, if you want to just go purely instrumental. That one. That one's a contender. And U.S. Air Force song is also a good one. If we're going to pick military, military uh, themes, then that one's, that one's the best one. I'm not biased. Indeed. <laughs> Mindless... I call it mindless, I say. Don't worry, I've heard all of them. Because you grew up in it. it's the best one. <laughs> the Navy has a good one, too. And the others are good, too. Uh, Coast Guards is forgettable. <laughs> Poor Coast Guard. Yeah. That's, I think, their slogan. Poor Coast Guard. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move on. Okay. So, number three, I believe, is next. Yes. And this is from my mom. She asked, what is the most important thing you have learned since leaving college? And, I mean, it's hard to pick just one thing, but one thing that I've heard people say and or read about and has made uh, an impression on me was the idea of strong opinions weekly held. Have I talked about that on the podcast or have I talked about it with you You've before? You've talked about it with me. I don't know about on the podcast. Okay. And it's basically on one side, on one hand, you're... You should have strong opinions. You should you know, stand for what you believe in and you should be able to defend what you believe and you know, in a uh, civilized way, I think, be able to debate and, and talk about the things you believe, whether that's in uh, politics or religion or, uh, you know, favorite fast food restaurants. <laughs> and uh, then on the other hand, uh, weekly held, meaning... If someone presents uh, evidence or you go through an experience of some sort and something happens to where uh, you're challenged and you decide, okay, well, maybe maybe Apple Jacks really isn't the best oh, honey. Apple cereal. Oh, Having honey. The, uh, the ability, I guess I'll say, to the be able to say, to say, yeah, I courage wrong. to say, okay, I was wrong. That's that is something that happens. Sometimes I'm wrong, right? And I'm gonna change my opinion, even though I strongly held that opinion and defended it. Okay, I was wrong, and now I strongly hold this other opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just I guess being being honest and saying yes, I I don't have anything figured out. There's things I'm gonna be wrong about. I'm not gonna be wishy washy about and say, well, you can't know everything. I can't right. know anything and I'll just sort of just be a jellyfish and float along. But uh, kind of holding those two seemingly contradictory things together. I thought that was a, a really interesting thing. I've heard multiple people uh, talk and write about that. And well, that's made a good impression on me in the last few years. Well, that so is... I've, I've tried to hold, hold to that. 
That is really interesting because that's exactly what I put for Boom. mine. Yeah. So I put humility is what I've learned. Yeah, there you go. That I don't have all the answers like I thought I did when I left college. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be learning all my life and rightfully so. People, if you're not still, if you think I've arrived and I'm not learning, then there's something wrong. I don't think you we need think that. to be learning all your life, and uh, and that when I meet someone with a different opinion, I shouldn't automatically assume that they need correcting. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it could be I'm in error, mm-hmm. uh, and so like you said, just need to you need to know what you believe, but also need to recognize that. There might be perspectives I haven't considered. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about things that are glaringly wrong or right and wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about pretty much anything that the Bible doesn't out- outright say is wrong. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. That's awesome that we both feel the same way mm-hmm. on what's the most important mm-hmm. thing since college. That's funny. Good thing to learn. Yeah. Could have picked that up before college, I guess, but oh well. All right. (laughs) Question number two comes from Brian's brother, Luke. Yeah. And he was a guest here at one point. Yeah. Three three former guest hosts sent in questions. And he asks... Matt, Megan, and Luke. If you were guaranteed survival, would you want to go on a Legend of Zelda-type quest? (laughs) And at first, (laughs) I thought... No, because even if you're guaranteed survival, you die so many times in the Zelda quests, (laughs) uh, and that's dreadful just by itself. And then on top of that, Link has to go into some of the creepiest and scariest places. You think about in Ocarina of Time, he has to go into the gravesides, the graveyards (laughs) of the royal family, into the Shadow Temple... That is a spooky place. I still think that's one of the spookiest places they've yeah. ever made. <laughs> or the Sand Temple in Twilight Princess and all the really creepy monsters he has to fight. Mm-hmm. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, if you're guaranteed survival, it doesn't matter how many times you die, you always come back to life. Uh-huh. Well, then you're basically immortal. Right. You are immortal. And Right. When you just can't die, you eventually lose somewhat your fear of death. That's kind <laughs> of that's kind of what makes some of those ways to die so horrifying is that that's it, that's the end and what a way to die, what a what a way to end your life and not in peace. But then if you're going to live after that, well then that's not the end. So I thought, well, I guess that wouldn't be so bad. You gain some courage there and that would help you in going up against all those creepy things, and once you've seen something, you've seen it all, pretty much. And uh, so, maybe hmm. I would do it. I guess I would, for the glory of it. But it would sure be a growing experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what I was thinking was, if you're guaranteed survival, I mean, I'm not guaranteed survival, driving to work <laughs> with my nor- my real-life job. So why not take the guaranteed survival on an epic quest. Epic quest. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Especially if I could do Wind Waker style quest or Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Sign me up for that. Sign me up for that. Well, that was a good question. Fun to think about. All right. Good questions all. And 
we'll just finish up with the number one also from Lindsay. thanks again Lindsay, for sending in but i think more i think uh, Lindsay sent in about as many questions as everybody else combined so thanks for that and number one what to you would be the most epic family vacation boy there is a lot of different things i could think of but i think the coolest would be or the most epic that's a question would be to pick something uh, i'll say here in the united states pick something in the united states and road trip to a bunch of them so like for example some people will do a road trip to all of the different major league baseball stadiums and they'll go to all whatever 30 or 32 baseball stadiums try and do that in one season after a while after like the fifth one not if you like baseball i like it but i don't love it well i mean you're not just watching baseball games you're also looking at stadiums finding out stuff finding other stuff to do in the cities you're going to you're driving all across the country trying different foods things like that or it wouldn't have to be baseball stadiums. It could be national parks. That was something that my family did. We had a national parks right. pass. And it, when we were on deputy or furlough, we would go around and see how many we could visit. So right, right. Cool. Something like that. Or, uh, I don't know, maybe different historical, uh, maybe go see uh, Civil War monuments or Civil War battlefields or something like that. And do that in an RV. I think that'd be cool. Okay. So RV road trip to uh just like an epic road trip going to see a bunch of things either a bunch of museums or baseball stadiums national parks something like that i think that would be the most epic all right mine is very different i think the most epic family vacation would to be would be to have a swiss family robinson type of experience <laughs> so oh, that'd be cool. for a week live in that kind of a house such a cool house, treehouse, mm-hmm. and then have a nearby waterfall that you could swing off the vines and into the pools below, and uh, there'd be an ostrich and zebra and elephant race. <laughs> you get to ride on them, uh, and hmm. complete with, uh, you know how in some areas people are p- paid to dress up and live as if they lived in a different era and <laughs> right. stuff like that, and talk to you in the, in the old-fashioned tongue and stuff. I think it'd be really neat to have people that are paid to dress up pirates. like, be the pirates, and you and have to fight them off. Bombs. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to figure out a way for <laughs> nobody to seriously get hurt, but it'd be fun to try wow. and fight off the pirates as, wow. as a family together. That'd be so cool. So, and I'm su- kind of surprised that no place has actually really tried to do this. I know Disney has, you can look mm. at the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Mm-hmm. whoopity do. Well, I mean, there's places you can go. I was like, just gonna tree say, house, yeah, there's out and about kind of treehouse resorts. Uh, right. There's one in Southern Oregon. Okay, and I think that'd be pretty cool to to yeah, check out sometime. Cool. But I'm talking as far about as like the a full desert experience. island thing. That would be too no. difficult, I think. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about the full experience with waterfall that you can go play in for during the week, and you can. Uh, yeah, ride mean, on an ostrich or an elephant and a zebra. I don't think there's places where you can ride on an I know. Ostrich. I'm just saying this would be so epic. In real life. Yeah. Well, maybe places like that does exist, but it'd be really expensive to have all that I know. specific geography. I know. I'm just dreaming so, here. Yeah. You know that'd be pretty cool, though. Oh, it would be cool. I'm just saying you were surprised that, that doesn't exist. And uh, 
it'd just be really expensive. Oh, well, Mr. Practical here thing. started going into the specifics of it. Yeah. No, I think you should go into specifics. Just don't be surprised that you can't actually do Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that made me think it would be cool to have maybe like an ocean-going yacht and go across maybe from heat from let's sail see, around the world in 80 days yeah i don't know about maybe around the world but i was thinking more like go along the coast of like uh maybe down from the east coast of north america down to south america like down to brazil maybe okay. just kind of sail down down along the coast hmm. and uh i think that'd be cool okay i guess you'd go around the world if you like go through the panama canal and right. go over to the Pacific and start going that way. Yeah. That would be epic. Live on a boat for, I don't know how long that would take, a couple months. Yeah. Something like that. I'll switch my answer to that. That would be the most, <laughs> that'd be more epic. A little bit less realistic, but more epic. Yeah, well, when I saw epic, I was like, okay, this probably isn't going to be a realistic thing, but... Yeah, I was thinking I can one dream. that we could possibly do. I guess we could possibly dream big, that, Brian. Dream big. I don't think we'll ever buy a a yacht. So very unlikely. All right. Well, that was our ten questions that we picked out of all the ones you guys sent. But let's go ahead. Honorable mentions. Yeah. We're gonna hit all the other questions that you asked. Just boom, 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 right down the list. So start us off, Melissa. All right. How long's our potential future podcast list? Yeah, Lindsay asked that, and right now it's at 209, 209 different ideas. So, yeah, we could do this quite a bit longer if we want to, at least uh, four more years worth of ideas. Okay, uh, Lindsay also asked, how long does it take to edit episodes? Uh, for, so I timed it once, uh, a couple times for myself, uh, and it's going to be at least 40 minutes, and that's going to include doing the uh, any uh, sh- small amount of editing that we do, doing the um, things like removing uh, silences, long pauses, and uh, smoothing out some of the uh, background noise, and then exporting it into a couple different file types, adding some information to the file, uploading it to the website, and then doing the show notes and uploading those as well. If we have more extensive show notes, like if it's a... Links to YouTube or something. Right, right. If we got that, then that's obviously going to take more. So I'd say an hour is is probably pretty realistic for an episode like that. But probably 40 minutes to an hour is, yeah. is what it takes me. Would you say about the same? Yeah, well, in these days, it really is a lot more streamlined because... Oh, yeah. Brian installed this program where we can uh, just let silences run along as as long as we want while we take the time to think up what we want to say. And so that cuts down a lot of verbal clutter, at least in my case. I don't have to say, um, and try to fill in the space and let you know I'm I'm still going to say something, but I'm trying to think of the right words. I can just pause think of the right words, and then say it. And once we, you know, remove the extra space easily, then it all sounds as if I'm just saying one sentence straight through. Right. Okay. So that really, for me, that has cut down on so much of the editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't listen 
we don't have to listen generally right. to the entire episode now. And right. And these days, if, if we really make a mistake, then we just kind of go ahead and correct it right then and there, cut it out right. while we're recording. Yep. All right. On to the next one. What are some ways we feel like we've improved since our first podcast? Well, I don't use as much verbal clutter most times these days. That's what I was thinking. I think less verbal clutter. And for the most part, we're a little more enthused when we speak. I'm trying. I'm trying. You sure are trying. <laughs> Enthusiastic, I believe is the term. Indeed. Enthused. Well, it's not a word. It is. It is. But, you know. It's not as good as enthusiastic. Sometime we'll do top ten words that shouldn't really be words. <laughs> okay. Swear words, perhaps? Or top ten swear words? Top ten swear words. Maybe maybe next April. <laughs> April 1st. We'll that one. <laughs> All right. And just kidding. We're not going to do that. Uh... Lindsay, these are all Vince from Lindsay. Lindsay also asked, would you reconsider doing a top 10 Chuck Norris jokes episode? Oh, that's coming, Lindsay. There's no consideration that has to be done. Would just... I reconsider? Probably not. Well, M- Melissa might not participate in that episode, but don't worry. Well, that'll happen eventually. Ryan will find somebody to do it with. It'll happen. All right. If we could pick anyone living in present day to be a guest on the show, who would it be? Hey, we're going to do a top 10 list about that, so we're not going to answer yep, it. Yep. Lindsay also asked if you could pick anyone who ever lived to be a guest on the show, who would it be? That's also a podcast idea that we already had. She asked, what is my favorite type of dessert to bake? And I like making a lot of things. I think my favorite is some sort of cake. So I've got several recipes that have turned out super well. Uh, If you guys follow me on Facebook, then you saw the picture of the chocolate raspberry mousse cake that i posted that's probably the most beautiful thing i've ever made (laughs) i also uh have a swiss roll cake that is on our recipe website and that turns out really well and is always a delight to make and then another that i haven't i don't make very often but i really like is a caramel chocolate flan cake Mm -hmm. and so i guess i like making more unique kind of cakes like that but I like making all sorts of different desserts, and I guess cakes are my favorite to make. Okay. Ice cream cakes as well. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Lindsay also asked what my favorite new recipe that uh, you, Melissa, have made since we've been married. Um, I mean, there's a really good, large number of good ones. I'll pick a recent one, that crab, shrimp, enchiladas. Is yeah, that what it's called? shrimp and crab enchiladas. Shrimp and crab enchiladas. That one's really good. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That and you liked the Mongolian beef ramen that I made recently mm-hmm. as well. That was yeah. good. Yep. I mean, uh, all of yours are winners, so. These days. <laughs> all right. She asked, what woodworking project are you going to make as one of your goals for 2017? And I'm guessing that's directed at you because I'm sure I'm not me. doing woodworking. <laughs> well, I think she might have been confusing between my New Year's resolutions episode of where we made resolutions for the year and i think it was top 10 experiences or skills or something achievements achievements where i said i wanted to do something out of wood like maybe make a table or something like that um so that's not a goal for this year and i'll go ahead and say it's not going to happen this year but i would like to do that sometime in the future and uh, i did get a wood burning uh, pen or whatever it's called for my birthday so 
maybe this year I'll, or next do year I'll do, small, but... right, some sort of art with the wood burning. So that's a possibility. And then the last one from Lindsay. She asked, what historical event would we most want to see on a big screen? Really solid question. Mm-hmm. We will answer it with a podcast episode. Yeah. And I don't know if we had that one already. So that I don't was... think we had, actually. So yeah. that was good job. Yeah. And I don't know if I include that one. So maybe, provoking. maybe I'll go back and say we have 210 ideas yeah. on, our, on our podcast list. Very good. All right. Um, Melissa, your mom also asked, how many times have we had a guest on the podcast? And the answer is five. We've had four out of six of my siblings, Matt, Megan, Luke, and Zach. And then we also had Jay on the podcast to help do top 10 board games. Yeah. And so my brother is coming up sometime this month or next month. Mm -hmm. So we'll start to get at least a little bit of benzyl blood on on this podcast also we're hoping to do one with yeah well we've our, got some yeah we've got some other people we got some we'll coming keep it up. a surprise coming up for you right, guys right got some coming up some more friends that'll be on here and then i did finally figure out how to uh, rig our soundboard to where we could do audio from the computer into the soundboard so we have now the possibility of doing skype podcast and that is something we've been wanting so, to do for a while as well yeah so a couple of people Maybe in this next set of 50 episodes, we'll uh, definitely going to get some more guests and maybe we'll even get some over Skype. Yeah. All right. Our friend Justin asked, would you rather fight 15 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I choose the horse-sized duck and I'm not going to hmm. fight that thing. I'm going to ride it, man. I'm going to ride <laughs> it loud and proud through town. It's going to be sure quacking would. all over the place. I'll be flying my standard high and, and proud. Gotcha. Uh, I would definitely pick the 15 duck-sized horses, no question. I, I feel I could probably stomp on those pretty easily and take those out. All right, next question for my that brother, That wasn't Matt. his original answer, yeah, by the way. No, when we when we first got this question from Justin, you were like, well, I'll pick the 15 duck-sized horses any day. Just for variety's sake, I always have to fight a horse-sized duck every day. Oh, did I say that? I you can't. sure did, I with can't. a meaningful look in my direction. I can't keep track of all the funny things I say. So on Was to, it funny? On to the next question from my brother, Matt. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Now, that the one above is, answer that, for me. Well, no, no. That one's a little bit more difficult, you see, because 100 duck-sized horses, are they all working together? Do they know that I'm attacking them? Is this a fight to the death, or can I just, you know, stun them? I'm going to need those answered before I take on 100 duck-sized horses. At that point, I might need to take on the horse-sized duck. So thanks for those questions. Those are real real meaningful. Again, I say, see the above answer for my answer. All right, Brian, your mom asked, what is the most important thing you've learned about marriage? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. mom, I say for that, go to our episode number 25, Advice After Five Years of Marriage. You'll get to hear 10 things that we think are the most important things. Yeah. All right. My sister Megan asked, if you were given a million dollars, what would you do with it? Megan, that's a podcast idea we already had. She also asked, if you could visit any time period, which one would it be? Megan, that's a podcast idea we already had. Wait for it. 
and we're actually thinking about doing that one soon. So yes. that should be coming next might, ten episodes. That, yeah, that might might be coming down the pipe pretty soon. And last last question, I believe Megan asked if you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you go? Megan, podcast future, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my friend Rachel asked, what's our favorite word and why, and what's our least favorite word and why? Oh, right. Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite or least favorite word, but I do think the double O, oo sound is probably my favorite sound. So, you know, caboose, balloon, mongoose buffoon i like those words well i have a list that i'm working on for inherently funny words so i won't give away those but one of my favorite words is purple and i like it Hmm. because it just sounds like no don't say it a fictional pet that could exist does not this is my little pet purple no and i always picture this fuzzy little round blob with two cute little eyes and uh maybe some little uh, antennae with little fuzzy blobs on the end of them Mm-mm. as well. Mm-mm. And yeah, it's my little pet purple. All right. I say well, that's my favorite word. I'm hoping that's the last question. We can wrap this up. <laughs> I think it's the last. Oh, good. All I right. Do have, I do have some non-favorite words, uh, least favorite okay. words, but I can't think of them right now. Oh, well. Hmm. That might go on the made an impression on you. Oh. Well, I just have learned how to forgive and forget. Mostly how to forget. Well, have you? <laughs> I sure have learned it pretty well, I'd say. <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we really appreciated hearing from all you that sent in questions. It proves people do listen to us, at least every once in a while. Well, yeah. Assuming all the people that we got questions from actually listen. We'll see. We'll think of the best in people, as you said on your on your on last previous episode. list yeah all right all right give the benefit of the doubt if there's anything you want to comment on about this episode maybe how you feel about some of those questions what some of your answers would be mm-hmm. feel free to send us an email at tto at coser.us or you can come on our comment on our website tto.coser.us at a slash 50 and it'll take you right to the comments for this episode Our next episode is going to be Top 10 Games for Teaching Children. Should be instructive. Quite. Until next time, I'm Melissa Kozer. And for the 50th time, I'm Brian Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. All right, so here for the stinger. Everybody else got to ask questions? Time for us to ask questions. My question for you, Melissa, is here in June, almost halfway through the year, how are your New Year's resolutions going? Oh, bother. (laughs) I'm trying to remember what they all were. Um, I am not doing super well with posture. But I do still strive to stand up straight when I remember to and sit up straight. I am not stretching every night. I'm not stretching 
every three nights or whatever, or three times a week, what is what I had decided to do. And that one, that one's pretty much gone kaput. I do need to get back into that. Okay, you also had finished Skyward Sword and play board games. Yes, yes, that one I can say has one hundred percent been completed. Except for play board games, haven't done that much. No, we haven't. But Be hopefully healthier. we can get that. What's your next one? A little. Take care of that a little bit more on our upcoming vacation. Yeah. Be healthier. I feel we have been eating healthier. Uh, Especially lately, I've been working on incorporating more vegetables into our meals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, that isn't to say that we have the occasional pizza and Hot Pocket for those days where I'm just burned out. But uh, we've been having some pretty healthy meals, I think. And then lately, I've been working on doing some smoothies, too. Uh, some fruit smoothies and also having a few vegetables in there as well. Yep. And that's been helping us consume a little more healthily. Okay. You had practice piano, accordion, and harp. Harp is waiting until my brother Tim gets back and he can show me again how to tune it. Mm-hmm. Accordion is just not happening right now because there's a few things wrong with the accordion and... The guy here in Alabama that is able to fix it is a little older, Mm -hmm. on the older side, and he, I don't think, was aware of everything that needed to be fixed with it. And piano, I sure could do that more. It just kind of comes and goes. Right. That one, so that one I'm not doing too great on. Yeah. Maybe next year you can put like a... Like it's hard to say an amount, yeah, 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 yeah. If there's not an amount on there, how to if you're reaching it or not? Okay, number two, write at least two chapters in book. Well, that was starting to make some really good strides earlier in the year, and now it just has pretty much come to a screeching halt. <laughs> okay, and get up early for devotions was your last one. That has stopped happening. However, I have been making it a lot better of a point to have my devotions right before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that says when you have to have your <laughs> devotion, so don't you come preaching at me. Uh, the important thing is to have them, and I do remember what I read the li- night before, <laughs> and it really helps m- to helps me to settle down if I'm not reading some exciting book or whatever. Uh, I mean, the Bible's exciting. But <laughs> it helps me to settle down if I'm reading the Bible and help me to get more ready for sleep. Not all of the Bible is exciting. That's true. Well, if it makes you feel any better. I just, I can't get up early anymore because I'm already getting up sometimes in the middle of the night for Lydia and that's going to be happening even more once our little bean is born and I just, I'm savoring every chance to sleep in right now while I can. I'm, I've always been a night owl, so that's why I moved my devotions to nighttime. Mm-hmm. I, and I, plus, I realized I'm just a lot more alert at nighttime, and I'm actually able to get stuff out of my devotions and, you know, actually realize what I'm reading as opposed to in the mornings when I was just falling asleep in my devotions all the time. So I'd say to answer it, I'm I'm doing pretty well about having my devotions. Okay. I just moved on to nighttime. Let me run through my five and I'll be brief. Whatever. My first one, be healthier, doing 100 able to do 100 push-ups. I stopped doing that for a while, back on track, 
think I'm at 40. I can do 40. Uh, boom, 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 real quick. Uh, so if I can get up to 50 by the end of June, then that'll be at 50 for the first half year. If I can add 50, I'll be able to do that. Uh, no snacks at work. I did start doing that a little bit when I was working uh, close to, what is it, like 60-hour weeks uh, there for a while. So uh, once that ended, I've, I've been back doing better on not doing snacks at work, but I haven't been 100%. Uh, eggs for breakfast, haven't been getting up for breakfast as much lately. Uh, so I would like to start start getting back for that one. I've been doing better on that one. I mean, that wasn't my that wasn't New, Year's resolution, New Year's resolution, but I've been having a lot more eggs in the morning. Nice. Okay. And added sugar foods once per week. I've held to that sometimes. I've been eating less sugar. I can say that. But I haven't held to that number exactly. Read 30 books, including 1,000th book by birthday. Yes, read 1,000th book by birthday. And I've read, I think, 20 books this year, so I'll be able to get to 30 easily. Write one thank you note per week. No, haven't been doing that. I'm somewhat behind on that, but I'm planning to catch up here in a little bit. Complete three website projects. I'm in the middle of one, and that one was, I was waiting to start that one. And the other two are are planned, but they're going to have to wait until this first one is done. So I think I can still get three done this year. And then number one, eliminate physical and digital clutter. Somewhat have done that, got rid of some clothes that I didn't wear got rid of a few knickknacks around the house, took pictures of them and, and tossed them. Still need to do that a little bit more, especially because we're going to be moving next month. So on track, I'll say. So I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We'll see see where we are at the end of the year. I mean, I'm not super great with mine, but for the most part, I'm pretty content with my resolution so far. Okay. The only one I really need to work on is cracking out those chapters for my book. Yeah. And the main thing is improving. All right. My question for you is, what is something you think that I like about you? Uh, That I make you laugh. Yeah, I do like that. Okay. It does happen. Because it does happen. Pretty frequently and... Quite a lot. uh, I'm not going to say quite a lot. Oh, yeah. But... Once a day. Yeah, at least once a day. And there are times where it's just... Uh, you say the perfect thing and it's so off the cuff and at just the right moment and it really it really makes a difference in our relationship (laughs) okay and what would you say for that one my quirks yeah i thought you were gonna say that one i think this is one that you want me to like about you (laughs) and but you do like it by quirks you mean like all the ducky things I do, like forgetting like something. forgetting things and... <laughs> and then you find the humor in it and it does make you laugh. It you know, wouldn't make my top 10 hearing. list of things, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things you've just got to love, I guess. 